Hello and welcome on yet another episode of an unexpected podcast. Today with me we have Rainier and Evan, and we will be talking about uh, lists with ring rates. Following our last episode, if you haven't seen it yet, check it out. We were just discussing um, ring rates, all of their strengths and weaknesses, and who are our favorite ones. And we will also review one of the lists from one of our viewers. And this is going to be an Articon list for 600 points. So we're just going to move straight into the list review. So this is from Arash Hussain. Um, he says, hey, guys, I love your videos. Could you please review my Articon 2021 list? So this is a pure ministerial force. It contains Boromir, captain of the White Tower, on horse with shield and a banner, three warriors of ministerial with shields, one warrior with spear and shield, four rangers with spears, two knights uh, with shields. Then second warband is Irolas, with two ministerial warriors with shield, three rangers with spear, two fountain court guards with shield, one warrior of ministerial with spear and shield, and one knight of ministerial with shield. And then third and final warband is uh, Madril leading four warriors of Minas Tirith with shields, four rangers with spears, and one knight of Minas Tirith with shield. Um, that's 600 points exactly, 12 points of might, 31 models. And he says he played a few games with this list and so far hasn't lost. Well, so uh, to start with, I can see that there are actually 11 rangers here and only 28 warriors. So obviously, for the um, for the bow limit, you uh, you would only be allowed to have ten rangers. So you might just have to change that. But that yeah, that, that's just a minor tweak. Obviously, don't bring it to a tournament because because you'll you'll suffer uh, negative points um, at Articon. Someone's going to check you, and you may get a penalty. So just make sure you change that. Um, so now onto the actual list. Um, I suppose one of the first talking points here would be Boromir, Captain of the White Tower, being mounted versus not being mounted. There are some people out there who claim um, he shouldn't have a horse because because you should stick him into into your infantry regiment and have him in the center just to give as much of a um, of a banner effect to his infantry. But then there are some people. There are also there some are people. One and a half people. <laughs> Well, there are there are probably more people who pre prefer him mounted um, with the shield and banner um, because uh, you can always dismount him if you if you were to stick him into that, in, that infantry. And when you're mounted, um, you obviously get the charge bonuses. You get all of the other cool perks. The one the uh, the one shame with Boromir these days is that if you if you take the banner, you can't have the lands. And he used to be really, really good with like just lance, shield, mounted, just wrecking things with a, with a plus one to to wound. But anyway, so yeah, um, I personally like the 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 horse edition. And other than that, um, it looks like a like a, like a pretty strong, solid list. Um, Rangers, all of them have spears, so that's good. Um, it seems that you're going to be playing very much worse from the series at the front, Rangers at the back. Uh, so. In some situations, that'll work. In other, in other ones, it might not necessarily, because um, you might find yourself wanting to shoot and at the same time wanting to move fast somewhere. So I would perhaps try to give some of the Warriors of Ministry Spears just, just, uh, just in case as well, just so you, just so you have that, uh, that, uh, that additional uh, mobility sort of, sort of factor, which um, where you can, for example, uh, send off your four Warriors of Ministry on their own and like 
have have them already have spears and then rangers go somewhere else so it just adds slightly more versatility you could probably gain some points by just like dropping dropping one one of the rangers which is which is too many in your bow limit anyway so there is a bit of that and then i'm i'm also not entirely sure about irolas but i guess i'll 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 talk about him later so Rainier, what do you think yeah i like it first off like i'm a uh, we all wish you the best at Articon. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm a big fan of well, Knights un- Minister. Unless you play against me or Matt, then at that point, we don't wish you. That's the true. Best and then I wish you double the best at Articon. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, for, first off, is I really like the Knights Minister Earth edition. I like how you have five or what is it, four in there. Um, many people who bring Gondor don't realize that these are actually like really cheap defense six dudes with lance that can like kill a ton if they get a good roll the fight three of course being their only weakness so like i like that i like how you balance the list a lot i i actually like your hero selection quite a lot especially for uh 600 points earless i like at 600 only because he's fight five and he has rogue march actually all three of you guys have rogue march so that's great but i like earless doesn't have rogue march so he doesn't Thank you, Evan. We have Evan in here just to make sure we don't mess up because usually we're corrected by viewers. Then we paid Evan so he can correct us on spot. So oh, I wish. <laughs> he can just embarrass <laughs> us on spot. Exactly. That's yeah. when we realize, oh, wow, we actually don't know much about this game. Yeah. No, so I like Eerilis in it because he has fight five at 600 points. You said you've played a few games with this list and you're yet to lose. I'm sure he's played that important role um, in your in your games i guess uh the white tower i guess banner can be debated i kind of like it in the sense because it is gonna up boost your troops pretty well and at 600 points each each model is gonna count i like the idea of rangers what it makes the rangers fight five right that's right yeah um i would my only minor change is okay i, I like the rangers they're gonna be good they're gonna take out if you come against an army that's not that good at shooting, you'll outshoot them and you'll kind of dictate the game. If you come up against a horde shooting army, they're not going to do much. I like the idea of maybe like adding in a few more fountain court guard. Um, they're one more point more from the wars of minister earth with spear and shield. They have the same defense. You can make them 11 points instead for defense seven, but it, it also gives like more hard, like battle lines, wherever Boromir is going to be, to get fight five also because the rangers are kind of squishy so it's kind of save that unless they're shot out before you get into combat or as an opponent if i saw this list right off the bat the rangers would be my first target especially having what 31 models so yeah i'd, I'd maybe try to find that you could possibly drop one knight of minister and upgrade a ton of them to fountain court guard or even just drop one knight and upgrade a few of your Minister Earth Warriors to Fountain Court Guards because in my opinion, Minister Earth Fountain Court Guards are like the best troops because they're so cheap for what you get and then couple it with Boromir's banner, like Fight 5, which is crazy bodyguard. Like They're like better than elves in some way. So yeah, that's I guess all I would do. I love the addition of Madril for the scenarios. Again, I, I'm a fan. I, I'd be down to de- for debating Eurylis, but I'm a fan at 600 points and he has March yeah, that's all I have to say. So um, <clears throat> I actually think this is one of the few cases where uh, Ingold is better than Irales in basically every single way. 
Um, number one, uh, and the big reason you see Irolas over Ingold is that uh, he is fight five. But you have a ton of fight five spear supports with your Rangers, so that doesn't really matter. Um, the other reason you see him is that uh, heroic march, which Madril already has. And personally, with 31 models, I think you only really need one heroic march in this list anyways. Uh, and other than that, Ingold is just kind of better. Uh, he's got heroic strike, and Boromir can't be everywhere, so having a secondary heroic strike is great. Uh, they both got heroic defense, so that doesn't change. Um, Ingold has much higher defense, defense seven, and then on to eight if you get shield wall, which you often are, because models within three inches of him aren't backing up. He also allows, uh, if you're in a nice tight shield wall, he allows your Minas Tirith warriors within three inches to be defense seven, which is extremely useful. Um, never underestimate defense seven. Uh Against strength four, yes, and also um, against shooting as well. Uh, so other things I was looking at, uh, I think Boromir captain the White Tower. You got to take him on horse and uh, with shield and the banner. The banner is just so useful. I'd I'd never take him with a lance, and the horse. He, I mean, he's a two hundred. 15 point model if I, correct 15 yeah, i think yeah, yeah. with the horse and then yeah. 205 without the horse you do not want a 205 model point model no. on a uh without a horse that it just doesn't work he's not going to do enough damage so really all you're going to be doing is spending 205 points to get a six inch plus one fight value banner which isn't exactly the best uh, use of points. So take the horse. It costs the price of one model. You're not going to need that one model, but you are definitely going to want that horse. Um, so I'd actually disagree with Mick and Rainier about the Rangers specifically in this list. I actually think they aren't, they are, they might actually be a problem. And the main reason I'm thinking this is because it's 600 points. And at 600 points, there are two lists that are extremely strong. One of them is Corsairs, and the other one is Rangers of Athelion. And they suck against Defense 7, but what they don't suck against is Defense 4. And because you have a whole bunch of Rangers, that means that their bowmen can target down the Rangers, even with an in the way, they can still do it, and you're going to take a whole lot of damage. Um, but also what the sort of the conundrum here is that, uh, you want the fight five spear support with the Rangers. So really the best thing I could recommend would be front line of fountain court guards with shields and then back line of warriors of Minas Tirith, because that makes your entire army basically defense seven, which makes you so much better against shooting. And sure, it takes away your range threat, um, but you can mitigate that. You've got your banner, you've got heroic march, you've got that high defense. You can get in against your opponent's shooting. Um, and it just offers you so much more protection against some of the strongest lists at this points level, such as Rangers of Athelion, Corsairs, even things like Harad and Elves will struggle much more 
without the Rangers uh, than with the Rangers. But obviously, that list requires far more fountain court guard. So if you don't have the money to fork out uh, to get a bunch of fountain court guards, then the Rangers are a perfectly fine use of points. Yeah, it it, it kind of reminds me of like our meta episodes and stuff. I know Rob Cr- Rob Cron, who's been on this podcast a lot, he takes fountain court spams and he does fairly well with it. But it's kind of like you got to make the decision. Your list is extremely balanced, and that that's good if there's a couple tweaks. But it's kind of like some of us are like keep it balanced and others are like lean heavier into your strengths with more fountain court guard, more defense, more punch up front. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's up to you. But what are you going to say, Mick? No, I was going to say like, um, I personally, I think, I think I own more, more fountain guards than I do a Warriors administrator. I, I must, I must have like 15 or 20 of them or so. They're and, just such a discount. Like with yeah. the banner too, it's like bodyguard, they're, they're fight so five, defense. You don't even have to go defense seven. You can even go defense six and they have a spear. Yeah. It's like, they're, they're, they're amazing. And they're hard, hard to crack. Um, like Evan said, with crossbows, wound them on sixes with regular bows, wound them on, uh, what is it? Six followed by threes or something. So they are hard, hard to crack for such like, cheap points. No, well, no. Yeah, six. Uh, fours. six. No, they're, they're, they're sixes by crossbows for defense seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're six, by, six fours, by fours uh, for defense, defense. For two bows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so let's say Rangers of Athelion at 600 points, they're probably getting like 45-ish shots, something like that. Yeah, um, but that's, that's only if you, if you so, do manage to get the scenario that allows you to have those shots. In a lot of scenarios, you're not even going to be shooting at all. So yeah, um, I, I, I kind and, of agree. We're, we're kind of we're kind of building like I don't I don't I don't think the idea of building just against like two lists for Articon that's going to be six games is really well. Um, it it depends on how much you're sacrificing and how much how popular ranges of Athelion is going to be because I think my advice would be phased out if say FAQs come out that nerf the ranges of Athelion. But because the list is so ridiculously strong at 600 points, I have a feeling a lot of people are going to be playing it. Um, it'll and be a very exciting tournament. Yeah, it'll be it's so incredibly exciting. Um, <laughs> no, but even, but even other things like like Lady of Light, who's well, going to cause her thing, army yeah. to be derified, and like the, the Fountain Court Guard will have bad bodyguard yeah. and go into them. And then like the elves, even like, let's say you'll tie elves elves wound you on sixes you'll probably winning on fives or six yeah. and like you'll have more models than the elves and yeah it's just it it, it is good the, the rangers are the only soft spot yeah um which you could have probably already uh arash come come against like your games but yeah i would just say more more metal <laughs> yeah like if you, if you were to like uh decide okay i want to fully metagame this tournament and you were to assume that, okay, best players know that Rangers are going to be big. So then best players will be aiming to take um, Shadow Lords and Ladies of Light. Therefore, your bows are not really good against that or the Rangers. So unless unless you're playing a Corsair army, chances are maybe you shouldn't even take any bows at all. Mm-hmm. So like it, ju- it just sort of depends on how yeah, you think about what, what the meta is going to be. And at e- the same e- time, it's, it's, it's really like... People, people don't like rangers, and therefore there is a bit of a stigma against rangers. So chances are a lot of people won't take rangers because of the stigma. Yeah, and it's even like your play style too. Like it's 
10, 10 Rangers in a 600 point list, that's not no slouch and shooting. If you come up against like an army that has an average amount of shooting, you're still going to outshoot them. An army that has no shooting with your two heroic marches and Vormir on a horse, you're going to outmaneuver and outshoot anything and basically dictate the game. So I don't know. You're even if you give get rid of the Rangers, you're you're going to lose something. So who knows? Six yeah. games. Uh, everyone knows shooting is people, but like I I have, I have faith that like not like not even like twenty percent will bring like those heavy like rangers spams like it's you're, you're gonna see like a lot of diversity and That's maybe fine. maybe maybe keep keeping the rangers would keep give you a good footing because your army's very mobile and even if it's super mobile you're hitting on fours which is amazing and you got that fight four turning into fight five if you want to use them in combat so yeah i still think maybe a couple more uh fountain court guards you can even spam fountain court guards replace all your warriors with fountain court guards but uh i don't know the rangers are up for debate uh, question. How many points is uh, is Zero Loss? 60? 65. Same with Ingold. For 25 points more, you could have Huron, which would give you a uh, second yeah. very strong fighter. Mm. Um, so uh, Well, I wouldn't overestimate Huron here. I've had some uh, horrible things go wrong with Huron. Of course, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course that's always going to happen. But uh, he is fight five. He, uh, he's a, he's a, uh, he would be another heroic striker in your list. You already have a march with Madril, so you don't necessarily need additional marches. You can throw away so, Boromir and keep Huron alive too. Yeah, exactly. Like you can, you can just go crazy with Boromir and, and not really care that much about him. Does Eurylis get heroic defense though? He yes, does. Yeah, that's so that, why. That's, I, again, I would keep Eurylis. Um, that's why I recommended um, Ingol because he gives that heroic strike. He basically has no downsides compared to Eurolas, except for losing a march, which you already have with Madril. And he's got heroic defense. And he's higher defense. Oh, the the Tin Man has heroic defense too? Yeah, Ingold is heroic defense. Yeah. Okay. I I just think heroic defense at a low point game is like the new um, transfix. <laughs> you just throw him in to the one mega hero your opponent has and be like, rogue defense for three times too, because he's three might. So, yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. And I, I also um, think Boromir is very, very unlikely to die at this points level, unless your opponent has, I'd say, two or more casters. Maybe they could do it with one. Um, you're really not going to be killing Boromir because... Worst comes to worst, he is six might in heroic defense. Like it's going to be so hard to kill him. So I don't know if Hurin's protecting the hero special rule is going to be super necessary, especially mm-hmm. with how hard to kill Hurin is. Um, so I think, I'd I say think below, below thirty models too is a little too little. Yeah, I'd, I'd say Ingold is probably your best option because he can also give you sort of pseudo fountain court guard with your warriors of Minas Tirith with shield. Um, because of their ability to get defense seven uh, in a shield wall position. Yeah, yeah. Just tell tell us how you do an Articon. Like, I'm super curious how your games go to like six games. I'm really curious about that. But yeah, should we move on to the next part? Yeah, cool. All right, so we have some uh, lists with ring rates. Who wants to go first? I'll hit it. I'll do it. <laughs> Let's go. Let's okay. go. Let's go east to west. East to west. Yeah. What is it? Was that South Korea? Yeah. 
okay. UK, London, Boston, America. Yeah, sounds good. I got two, yeah. two in case we need more too. So my first, I'm revising the Double Fell Beast. So last, Whoa. last, yeah, it's probably it's probably a horrible list, but like, hey, we had some boundaries on what we could choose, and I'm gonna choose um, some of my top. Ring race in this list. Uh, which one should I go with? Oh, they're both not that good, but I'll go with this one. So my first one is going to be the Witch King on Fell Beast. And he has a Morgul crown. He's special special kitted three, three might, uh, 14 will, two fate. So Morgul crown, of course, lets him get three attacks in combat. And it allows him to re-roll. Um, re-roll a dice when casting and resisting so i really like that the 14 will seems a little low but when he gets those extra extra dice to cast on his really low low things i really like that about him he's leading eight black numenorians and 10 ran and orcs seven of them ran orcs with spear and three of them ran and orcs with shield or excuse me not shield with axe after that I was kind of debating Kamul or the Shadow Lord, but today I'm just going combat. So I'm going to choose the Sha- or Kamul on Fell Beast. He's leading eight Black Numenorians and seven Moranans, five with spear, two with axe. And then my last warband is I got to take him because why not? Soladan on horse and he, armored horse, he's leading two Serpent Riders and two Haradrim Raiders with bow. So the basic makeup of this list is it's kind of got a, three threats both the witch king and kamul i like kamul because he reminds me of the old meta of ring wraiths you cast and you combat um we talked in detail about him last episode on how he's always doing something each each turn you never really waste his turns uh his ability to go to fight six in combat makes him be able to combat elves um he can rope strikes so you can actually 50 50 throw him up against a mega hero and be like oh shoot potentially I can wipe out this mega hero or potentially could kill me. So there's a lot of flexibility there. He regains his will points for every time he kills a model um, in in combat. So I really like that aspect of him, him kind of with the witch King on Felby's. I think the witch King on Felby's with the Morgul crown is one of those models that I just run shivers down my neck when I see him. I'm just like this, this is freaky. Like this guy's going to cast whatever he casts and kill whatever he hits. So they both have rogue strike, the double fell beast. On top of that, I have Soladan. Soladan, um, I have him there for the banner points, to be honest, because I didn't want to waste 25 points for a banner. Why not add in Soladan, who is, we can probably all agree, he's the, throw in, throw the Galadriel of evil. <laughs> Why not? Anywhere and everywhere. He goes anywhere and every exactly. So his six-inch banner have three attacks, has four attacks in charge. Exactly, exactly. Four attacks on the charge, which is terrifying with Kamul and the Witch King. Um, and also that he's no slouch in combat. Like this sucker can knock down things and kill it. Reroll ones. He has his um, own five attacks on charge. Exactly. He's fight five with rope strike. He's got that one fate, but because he's not your leader, the Witch King is going to be my leader. Um, he can get wounded and I don't feel too too bad about it. So that's it. Um, on top of that, I have five horse. So for the objective game, a lot of the new scenarios are objective based. You got to get places. Stoolidan also has rope march. So um, I almost wanted to bring the Shadow Lord over Kamul, but back to like 
American meta in a way. Why balance something when you can lean harder into <laughs> what you like? So that is combat. This is a combat wraith kind of list. So yeah, I like that. On top of that, I have uh, 16 Black Numenorians who are all going to be terrifying. And I keep both the Mordor and um, Far and Haradrim Serpent Horde bonuses. So it, when I outnumber my opponents, the Black Numenorians are going to be Courage 5. On top of that, I have a battle line of terrifying models with Harbinger of Evil all across the whole battlefield. And on top of that, if I outnumber my um, opponents, all of my Moranans, which I have a lot of Moranans, and people don't realize Moranans kill stuff. Like, they're really, really good. I think, who was it? Uh, Tim, who always raves about them being, like, some of the best generic troops. Yeah, so Tim, I have, Tim recently won a tournament. And so I think, I think he may Everything have he Moranans. says is yeah. golden. He's actually sleeping right now, probably, because he's, like, okay. uh, nursing his victory parade. <laughs> <laughs> no he's at a brunch place probably no so i decided to put axes on my moranans too because you can equip them with axes so why not have them fight strength five when you want so yeah i have that um on top of that you rule ones for all mortar warriors if you outnumber your opponent on the battlefield so my whole army is actually rerolling ones outside of kamul and the witch king so soladan is the radrams Raiders and Serpent Riders are got that selective fight for two for the for the um, Serpent guys. But yeah, so like they're all rerolling one. So even I feel like the main focus is two, two casters, one really good caster, three combat heroes, two of them on fell beasts who can destroy troops and destroy heroes and a defense six battle line. That's terrifying with rerolling of one throughout the whole army. So I like it. Um, I actually would love to play this, to be honest, guys. That sounds very strong. How many models do you have in total? Only 40. Okay. Well, I say only 40. I mean, I don't think it's too much. I mean, you got you know me, guys. I'm like, anything yeah, under 60 know. is a disappointment. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> so, but I mean, have, I'm, I'm looking at 40 models, and I'm like, yeah, 40 models. That's a horde. I'm, I'm getting there. But you're like, oh, 40 models. Jeez. I yeah. literally like yeah. shed a tear when I wrote it. I was like, I thought this would come out to 48. Like, what is wrong with me? Like, but I do like it because I kind of was able to upgrade a lot of things that I wanted to upgrade. And before I actually started playing hordes, I did play double fill. I won Nova with double fell beasts. And I had, I think 33 guys at an 800 point army and the majority, actually all of them were Harad. So they were like defense four, four. So, um, I like this army a lot because it gives me some cover fire and shooting it. The battle line isn't going to die. And if the battle line does what it can probably maybe do, which is like punch through troops, like I'm not even relying on that. The two ring, the two fell beasts, combat fell beasts are where the thing shines. And of course, Soladan, I'm not going to shy away from a rogue combat or two with him just to break the opponent. So yeah, I wanted to write a Felbeast list and like incorporate my top. I think these two guys were in my top five, but now I'm like, actually, I really want to play this. Yeah, people people generally underestimate Kamul too. Yeah, just, or they just, overestimate him. <laughs> yeah, but he's just he's just also there. The, like there there are all those all those uh, cool rules for everybody else, but like this guy this guy has heroic strike, and yeah. so by by default, and, yeah. it's like. Just don't don't forget about this guy. And he's the only one too that you can throw him against elves and be like one will to fight six. Yeah. So like the whole like elves against fell beasts 
doesn't really matter with Kamul, to be honest, Mm -hmm. because he can mitigate that with one will point that he's going to regain. So he is, yeah, I think he's, I agree with, he's kind of like a sleeper. Um, Yeah, the thing about him as well is like, people think, oh, he's a terrible caster. Look at how hard it is for him to cast these spells. But what they forget is he has probably, maybe after the Undying, but maybe even more than that, um, he has the most longevity over any other ring wraith. So Mm. you can keep continuously casting those spells. And if you need to refresh um, will points, you can go off and just murder a bunch of guys and then keep going, keep casting spells. Yeah. So he actually comes out to be a decent all-around ring wraith because of how many will points he can regenerate. And like the idea that like people are like, he's a bad caster. He's still a caster. Like, like he's still like a caster. And then you have, um, you usually see him in Easterling armies with Amdur or anything else. Like this list has the Witch King who's cast, who's a, a caster and a fantastic caster re-rolling his cast as well. So I think um, we always talk about when you have a hero, always give him cover and stuff. Like, I think he has good cover. I always try to relate it to like a baseball lineup, <laughs> American analogy. But if you have like a good cleanup hitter, it's actually best to have like someone in front or behind him that can hit as well. And it makes him even better because then the pitcher has to worry about, oh, shoot, I'm not going to walk somebody to pitch him or walk him because someone after him can hit a home run. So I like that. And like my heroes give, give them a little cover. I mean, a triple heroic strike is, is like really, really strong this list. And also, people yeah. people tend to forget about the fact, like people people think, oh yeah, this guy is a bad caster, so we're not gonna cast spells. But in fact, what happens? You end up rolling more dice to cast your uh, your spells, therefore you're maximizing the chances of getting a six. So when you mm-hmm. do actually cast that spell, it's harder to resist than than than, than leverage other spells. Exactly, and like Evan said too, he's the only one that can, or one of the only ones I guess who can just go regain his will. Yeah, like why not? Okay, I'm gonna throw him into combat. Why not be like, okay, I don't need to cast anything, but drain courage. Why not? Yeah. Oh, shoot. I got a six. Like, okay, nice. So everything, like when his magic goes off, it's like, uh, it's a bonus, but you really take him to, to, to rip through stuff. So yeah, I like that. And then of course, Soledad's banner is going to make him and the Witch King like that much more dangerous in combat. Nice. Yeah, sweet. Cool. So, <laughs> so okay. Back, back. Now we're gonna go. We went far east. Now we're gonna go mid east. No, no. Uh, it's G- GMT. It's technically the center of the universe. Is, is, it, is it, the is UK it, is, is the, the center of the universe? Time. That's that's, that's what it's called. <laughs> Interesting. That's what UK stands for, right? Universal Kentucky or something. Something like that. Yeah. Okay, you're too right. <laughs> Uh, so I decided to go with 700 points. Uh, I had this idea a while ago that in, especially in smaller points levels, like six or 700, there is always a lot of like these little mud drills and these little mm. two, two wounds, one fate, one will models, which are always there to give you the three additional might points, but they, but they are very squishy to black darts. One so... Will. I decided to go with a list which tries to maximize the amount of black darts that you can cast and then has terror uh, all over and also has pretty decent numbers. 
So it starts with, with the Witch King on horse uh, with crown and three might, 12 will, and two fate points. Then in his warband, he has nine Black Numenorians and five orcs with spears. Uh, one of those orcs also carries a banner. Then we have the Shadow Lord on, uh, on, on a horse with five Black Numenorians, five orcs with spears, and a Warg Rider with a shield. And then the third, third warband is the Undying on a horse with six Black Numenorians, five Orcs with Spears, and one Warg Rider. So this is 37 models, uh, 699 points. Um, within it, you have five Cavalry models, and your front line is 17 Black Numenorians. So your entire front line also causes terror. So as I said, the, the general idea with this is uh, before you engage, you might you should be able to like cast um, three uh, black darts per turn, even though they're generally cast on a five plus. You just have so much will. Like, Witch King can 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 usually be just using two points of will and then rerolling one. You're fine using a might point to to even make it a five sometimes. Shadow Lord uh, is sitting there on fourteen. He's gonna be giving uh, bow protection, but if if he doesn't have to be giving bow protection, he can just be burning all of his will on on black darts. And the Undying starts with, I believe, 18 points of will. Plus, if um, if there is a turn where um, you are intending to focus on one hero and you really uh, intend to be uh, casting multiple spells, the Undying can also just regain an, uh, another will point. Um, so I was sort of stuck between the Undying and Dwemer Lake. But Dwemer Lake is just too too easy to just like randomly die to a Legolas or something like that because of lack of fate. Um, and so it would be just a really, really major hit if if like Legolas went, oh yeah, I'm just going to roll a dice, I'm going to roll a four, I'm going to use two might points, okay, he's dead. So mm -hmm. um, the Undying is there for that. So yeah, essentially the strategy with this is kind of similarish to uh, a Black Rider's Legion uh, where they would try to do 150,000 black darts and then run around uh, <laughs> and uh, have a really boring game where you're just chasing them whilst failing carriage deaths and dying. Um, but um, here, the, the, the numbers are pretty decent. Like, uh, if, if you compare, you had 40 models uh, at 800 points, Rainier. I have 37 at 700. And that's mm. that's kind of getting into into like upper levels when when you're talking about lists which have a quite strong front line, um, especially with, with the bow protection from, from Shadow Lord. So, so yeah, so there isn't that much else to it. It's essentially like dart the little heroes, then see if you can somehow either transfix or black dart the bigger heroes. And even if your opponent's playing Galadriel Lady of Light, you can just be casting so many spells that even if she's, if she's managed to, to, to cast her Fortify Spirit, well, if she only uses two points of will to resist a subwill, then chances are some subwills are going to be going through, and she might very quickly run out. Mm -hmm. And once once her will is, is is gone, then the will of the other heroes is going to be gone too, and they won't be able to do very much. Yeah, I, I like how you mentioned that about Gladriel Lady of Light because so many times people shy away from Ring Race because she's out there. When sometimes it's like just add more darkness and yeah. it'll puff out her light. You know what I mean? <laughs> like even even my choice for uh Kamul is, oh no, Galadriel's out there. Let me just throw my Kamul against her and like <laughs> rogue strike 50-50, she's dead. But I, I really do like it. Um 
Yeah, I do like it. It reminds me of a list I actually saw at 750, my last round at Articon. And this guy had the shadow. He was from Belgium. He had Shadow Lord, uh, Witch King with all, all kitted on a horse. And what's his face? Mouth of Sauron. And it was basically that same thing. He was like, peace me. I won the game like barely, but it was the same thing. You're like, okay, you have a hero with three will. I literally don't care. It's going to take two or three turns and he's dead. And then the next two or three turns, that one's dead. Two or three turns, that one's dead. And it's just, it sucks to be honest. And especially the shadow Lord, because it's like the Agmar magic is like, they're coming at you slow and you shoot them and you like dwindle them down this pale of darkness, like doom, doom, doom is like, shoot, I can't even do that. Hmm. They're just coming and they're going to kill whatever you're, and then you're right. Like the lower points here. And we talked about here and like boss bring here and like, he's dead yeah, in Hure, one turn. Here and just dies in one turn. Madril just dies. One yeah, turn. exactly. Just dies exactly. One like, and, and especially and all those horses that have, were like, you, you must bring points. a horse. <laughs> like you have all those might points when you can just go, oh, well, I cast, uh, I, uh, I rolled a four. Uh, fine. I'll just make it a five. Oh, I rolled mm-hmm. a two to wounds. Okay, I'll just make it a three because I'm I'm still casting two more black guards. Chances are he's gone this turn. Um and yeah, the other thing was uh obviously Shadow Lord is is is, is protecting you very well. But uh if like if, if you come back to Galadriel, um yes, you get two additional points of will to uh, to stop a spell, but rolling two dice and trying to resist a spell that's being cast on a five. There's only it's a 56% chance of you rolling a five or six on two dice, so it's essentially a coin flip. And so, if you see three ring rays coming at you, chances are you probably want to be using your your own will points from your own store, because if you don't, then every time there is a sub will or or any other spell, there is a 50-50 that is going to go through anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like the aspect too, where you see like black darts. At- good way to get rid of might too on your opponents mm, yeah. because they're not going to do it. And you put the ball in their court and they're kind of like, Oh shoot. What am, am I going to spend the might? So I don't potentially get wounded. What am I going to do? So it's very, very nice in that sense. And then all, all the, all the named heroes with horses that we talked about at lower point 700 and lower 10 points is still a lot of points as you're like building whatever. And to know that if they have three mounted heroes, 30 points of their whole list is just boom. So you're playing 670 to 700, basically. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I like that aspect. And I love the undying in your list too, because that's just one of those suckers that never dies and always casts. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's not even that his like casting is bad either, too. So it's just he's constantly there. And you're like, oh gosh. And then the Witch King's there. Oh gosh. And then the Shadow Lord's like, I'm here too. Let me join. Oh gosh. So it's just boom 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 it sucks yeah well, i would not want to play that can, to be honest can just be, can just be one dice casting there his black darts and stuff like that because then essentially if you do it mm-hmm. on one dice it uh with his crown it's effectively two dice yeah it yeah, just sucks too because gamer, the power gamer in me uh wants to find some way to make the undying the leader because obviously <laughs> he's got 18 will yeah. points that he can use his fate points um, and well, obviously, the, the, first, the first thing I thought of was try and figure out a way to replace the Witch King with Kamul. But the Witch King can work on a horse, and Kamul really can't. Mm-hmm. He needs a fell beast to be really successful because Kamul, the whole point of Kamul is he needs to do fighting, he needs to be killing guys. And it's harder for him to do that when he's only got one attack on a horse. Um, 
So I think the Witch King is probably the right play. Um, but uh, other than that, I, I really like this list. Uh, the Shadow Lord is great. Uh, the Undying is a bit of a sleeper pick, but he's also great. Um, and the Witch King is the Witch King. So I think the list will probably struggle against, like, you know, those very elite big shield walls. Mm-hmm. Something like maybe Iron Hills or uh, Fountain Court Guard supported by Boromir or even more like Horde Elf lists uh, will probably shut this thing down because the whole point of your list is to is to deal with those heroes and take care of heroes and none of your heroes are really that offensive except for sort of the Witch King who's fight five. So that's a big weakness there. Um so even in those scenarios where, sure, you can shut down Dane, you can shut down Boromir, um, but they've still got their, Boromir's still got his banner and you've still got these, you know, strength four, defense seven, whatever troops that are going to beat through. I mean, sure, the Black Numenorean line is good, but it won't, uh, it won't beat everything. Sure. But yeah, it's one of the, it's, it's one of those it's lists, a great like, list. like Evan said, you're going to take out all the strengths of theirs unless they don't have any strengths in their heroes. Yeah. It's like, oh, shoot. So, I mean, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's, it's really good in that sense. I also like the, the idea of you're closing the distance game with the shadow Lord. And then when it comes to the middle game with your casting, they're going to want to get into combat as fast as possible. But actually when they get into combat, the shadow Lords black tarts only six inches, then that kicks in. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I like the idea that it's like, like I the far game, check, you're closing. But is Google. the Undying's Black Dart also six inches? Oh, I haven't checked that. This is when we look and we realize yeah. the Undying doesn't even have Black Dart. Like, yeah, huh? this, this is when we're I doubt looking, that, like, oh, but yeah, actually, this list is terrible. Uh, oh gosh, his is six inches. Yeah, so you're Dang, good. Be, good thing we're so you're not going to be Black Darting until you're very close range. So that's another problem. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so it's just based on that, make it sucks. Get yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, get just, get this dang list out of here. Oh, right so now. we turn into Gordon Ramsay. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, and he's done. Oh. Bye, Meg. <laughs> so I disconnected. Think, I think this list might actually work better at uh, 800 points because there you can throw in maybe another budget ring wraith. Oh, yes, uh, go with four. The, yeah, four ring wraiths. <laughs> I actually I literally have a four ring race list. Share. I do as that well. I can share. If, if, if we have time for an well. extra, it'll be yeah. like for the children. Here we go. <laughs> See, in, in this particular list, similar. you could you could change the undying for two for two budget rates too. If Which is exactly what I did. Like <laughs> my next list. Four black darts. <laughs> yeah. Why bring two when you can bring eight? No. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. No, but we I, I think we all agree. Like it's really like man i do miss playing ring race like these mm. past two episodes are like holy smokes like there's, i can revive the boys there's another thing with them where like people forget about the fact that okay well black dart is good against heroes but like if if, if my opponent only has like 20 20 25 models and they're iron hills well one dicing black darts it's it's like it's like shooting a bow that that goes five to hit three uh like three to kill or, or, or four to kill for defense eight mm-hmm. so like and you can still use it as just oh yeah here's some bullfire. 
Yeah. And we're, we're talking about uh, Black Dart, too. I think both of our lists, we have Harbinger of Evil, Black yeah. Moon Roaring Line. Why not Drain Courage, which is yeah, hit exactly. on a two plus? Like, why not? Boom, two plus, one minus. And they're like, uh, should I do it? Should I not? And they're, of course, probably going to do it. And even if they pass it, it's like you're wasting will. So you can literally render someone like Huron, even if you don't want to like, oh, let me like Black Dart him to death drain courage and he can't really do anything or yeah because in fact if you're if you, if you look at it that way uh also with with uh with undying uh, using his special ability drain courage is cast on a two plus on on all the race so you're actually you're actually regaining uh uh like you're pretty much guaranteeing to regain will points and and you can start casting it earlier you can just go okay well here's boromir he starts on courage six well he's he's courage five because of, of harbinger End of turn one before before the, before the combat even started. He's he's either courage two, and will struggle to ever charge, or he's uh, he's losing his will points. So then, if he charges, he won't find. Yeah, the great thing about that as well is no one wants to spend their will points no. <laughs> to fight against a drain courage, a spell that you cast on a two up. Yeah, you want to save your will points for something like a transfix or a compel. That'll pull you out of your lines and then put you in a place where you can easily be killed. Mm -hmm. So it synergizes so great with the undying because if you're successfully casting spells, then the undying's getting his will points back. Yeah, yeah. So and we're we're talking about like uh, good armies. You see a lot of evil armies at low points too. Evil four to seven evil like like heroes are really really bad with courage. You come yeah. against Dalmir. Dalmir's courage four, courage three with Harbinger. Be like boom. Take it, like take it, and then you have like a courage one Dalmir, and he's not doing anything in the game. You come up against against things like Guritz or any of the of the orc, orc mm -hmm. captain sort of heroes. You go, okay, well, you're already courage two with Harbinger. Boom, you're one. Then the other hero is also courage one. The other hero is courage one now too. Um, and like uh, there are so many evil armies where people don't bring any sort of shaman or something like that, especially like Haradrim. Um, a lot of the time in modern lists, people people won't bring a shaman because because they might be going black Nimenorian. Well, I mean, even if it is a shaman, uh, other than Kardush, because Kardush is special, uh, black dirt is nowhere near as good as it used to be, but it still exists. Mm, and okay. when you cast a black dart, that black dart is probably going to stick because you cast it on a five up. So any shaman has three-ish will points. Mm -hmm. They're spending one, maybe two to cast Fury. Just throw a sap will at them. Yeah. Uh, if you get it off, then the auto pass courage is completely gone. And then they're dealing with your super terrifying line with the minus one courage and a bunch of drain courage is coming their way. And their exactly. heroes are just going to not be able to play the game, mm -hmm. basically. Cave troll too, like your cave troll's courage too. Now he's courage yeah. one, like now he's courage zero. Like, yeah, I'm not sweet. sure if you can go below one. I think you can't. Or, yeah, uh, good thing. Good I've thing. I've seen rulings on, on it that say you can't. Um, it would be really funny if you could if just you could have like a courage negative three yeah, Aragorn some, who can never charge so into funny. combat. <laughs> All right. So what did you bring, Evan? Yeah. So. uh so I did bring a four ring wraith list, but we've I think we've done enough of Mordor for one day. So I'm gonna go with this incredibly wacky Angmar list that I came up with. So Warband number one uh, is 
the Witch King on horse with the crown of Morgul with three might, four will, two fate. And I know what you're thinking. Evan, that's not wacky at all. Don't worry, it gets better. So in his warband, there's five orcs with spears and shields, uh, two orcs with shields, one orc with spear, shield, and banner, four Deadmar Spectres. Warband number two, Dwimmer Lake on horse. And in that warband, five Angmar Orc warriors with spears and shields, two orcs with shields, three Deadmar Spectres. Warband number three is the Shade. Two Angmar Orc warriors with shields, six warriors with spears and shields, four specters. And in the fourth warband is an Angmar or captain on warg with two warg riders, one with shields and another with shield and throwing spears. All out, 800 points. This is 40 models. Uh, you've got the two casters in the Witch King and the Dwemer Lake. And uh, just in case uh, you're not going to be... Uh, you have courage tests and stuff like that that are really bad. Uh, 11 specters will probably get the job done. Um, so the whole point behind this list is you've got the Dwimmer Lake in the shade who have got their super cool bubbles, but they're only six inches. So if you have 11 specters, your opponent probably isn't going to be able to avoid those bubbles very well. So the whole plan behind this, use the Angmar or Captain, March your army forward, use the specters uh, to bring models towards you and grind them down uh, with your shade and your banner and your Dwimmer Lake special rule. And if there are any heroes, uh, the Dwimmer Lake will cut down on their might points, cut down on their will points. And you have three spirits in this army list uh, who can provide the three inch uh, terror effect and combine that with Drain Courages and the Dwimmer Lake special rule, and you're really going to struggle to charge it. So, yeah, that's my list. Yeah, that's very cool. Like, I saw I saw a list once with, like, 15 Spectres at the front. I was like, yeah, that's interesting. And then uh, they're all striking against Garage, and then you have Drain Courage, <laughs> and suddenly it's like, oh, well, so actually, like, you, you, you kill 50-50, uh, 50% of the time, you basically, you basically kill if you win fight. So that's actually very cool. Even though people generally see them as, oh, I'm just going to throw in one or two specters just so I can move a model sometimes, just so I can move a banner away. But actually, yeah, if you if you spam on them, it's a, it's a cool idea. It so is cool. The, the weakness of this list are quite obvious. Uh, high courage models and models with auto-pass courage aren't going to be the most fun to play against. Um... But, I mean, there aren't too many other weaknesses. That whole shooting problem that Angmar usually has, once you get within 12 inches of their archers, they're not going to be shooting. They're going to be running all over the place. Um, and you can deal with heroes, with, your, with the Dwimmer Lake. Don't even need the Barrow Whites because your hero, the heroes aren't going to be charging anybody, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, and the Shade is obviously super powerful and really becomes incredible when your opponent is forced to fight you where you want to fight them, which is which you can do with the specters. So yeah, it's yeah. it was a I lot like of fun it. to make. It's a little wacky though. It's good though. It's good wacky. It's like um I like the I I know like the whole 
bubble of death with um, the shade and the Dwimmer Lake. Like that's dangerous, but it's only one position where you, that that's that's affecting it. But I like how you added the captain to make that even that more powerful. Even the captain gives, let's say nine. Nine inches plus twelve, so that's twenty-one inches for the specters. <laughs> that, that's that's disgusting. And even the objective game. I mean, you look at it on paper, and you're like, ah, oh, the objective game. It's all in one place. You're not gonna no. Like the specters can toss people off of objectives. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very much the only weakness would be elves and like bodyguard um, and like high defense. That's just like doesn't care. But like just like we said with the list review you don't build a list against one list yeah. because everyone that I've seen do that is like totally screwed and gets like three wins, three losses. Cause it's just like against everything else. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I like, I like the idea of this list. Um, I came up against like a list with a whole bunch of specters, even against my crossbow spam. And it's like, they're moving three or four crossbows each turn. And like those heavy shooting evil armies aren't actually doing that as much the cavalry armies you're going to pull people in front so you can have the initiative like it's it's quite a lot of shenanigans going on so i i like that i like that and of course me you know me evan i'm like why why balance it when you can lean harder (laughs) like (laughs) like, if if i were to like have like a persona for lists i'd be like a pirate limping one way because i'm like i'm not all about balance you just got to lean a little harder into it so I, li- I like it. I like it a lot. I like it out of all the Agmar lists. It'd probably be up there with one of the lists I really like. Um, only weakness, of course, being like we said, like elves or high defense. Plus, um, it kind of follows mix mix example that outside of the outside of the shade, it's not going to be doing that much output with killing. So it shuts down quite a lot of tools. It shuts down the heroes and it shuts down the army. But um, it's not going to be killing too much, which I don't think is a problem, well, to be honest. I actually disagree with that killing part, because remember, your specters are striking against courage. Yeah. Um, so That's especially true. against like defense seven bodyguard with Fountain Court, their courage three down to courage two or maybe still courage three because of the army bonus. Um, you're wounding them on fours and you've got the shade and you've got a banner. And I ran the math on it and like they go even if not better against fountain court uh in shade range and because you've got your specters you're probably going to be in shade range more often than not Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the list doesn't really suffer that much if it spreads out because again you've got your specters they cause terror so it's hard for say flanking cavalry forces or anything like that to charge them they've got their special rule so they can make uh any of those flanking cavalry forces just run away entirely um so i think it's a i think it might be a really strong list yeah you should take this to event i'm all like each one of these just gotta get one of these ring race lists i'm like we should take these like (laughs) these are pretty spicy it might be good and, and and take a different one every time (laughs) <laughs> yeah whoever watches our podcast should just like be like hmm, let me look at an episode which list should i take well, we're, just, we're just trying to create a, a ring wraith meta so that we can take horde armies that won't care about ring rates horde bodyguarded it's armies it's true or just it's true. throw galadriel lady of light into every list and win well no because yeah. she might not even be enough if, if people are bringing like three or four races in, in every game 
True. Yeah. But, but actually, the thing the thing with with the shade, um, like um, you mentioned how uh, the spectres go pretty much head to head with with fountain guards. Essentially, shade's rule of giving minus one to win for your opponents is equivalent to giving all of your models fight value eleven, because uh, effectively. Every time oh, you roll sometimes six, even more than that if you go up against like Moria or something. Oh yeah, fight course, two. Yeah. Oh, against yeah. Goblin Town, this That's would like be ridiculous fight, because you fight win on eleven fives. and plus one to win or something like that. Yeah. And, and you can actually go to seven. They can't. <laughs> yeah. Um. Because effectively, if if let's say if you roll a six and the elf rolls a six, then you win because because there are six becomes a five. So it's is the same thing. Uh, uh, without a shade, if you roll a six, they roll a six. They win. Because because of the five volume, so yeah, like people uh, need to realize that um, when you're thinking about the shade, uh, especially fighting just troops versus troops, it effectively means that your troops always have a higher five volume, and if they already do, then that's like higher five volume and a plus one to win, pretty much. It's insane. Like I know you can't really ally him in. I don't get how he was downgraded at all to be honest in the new edition i think his addition to agmar makes the list amazing like makes it's just he's one of those things that is amazing like you guys give me these statistics and it's like that's insane like like what the what the heck was, like it you, just you, you're it ruins people's with day with, with, with yeah, yeah. exactly and then evan's evan's list too has like heroes can't even spend might to up that because they're too yeah. worried about the two ring wraiths like casting whatever their shenanigans on them and then also um the dwimmer lake doing his shenanigans so it's like it's a good list Evan. you should take it but also heroes might have to spend their might to actually be able to charge yeah yeah so like there isn't any any might left to actually win those yeah. combats your only hope is to run away and shoot yeah, I, I guess the preferably at the same time. of this list is you only have five might, but you only really need five might. You have yeah. terror, you've got your specters, March. so you don't really need to move first, especially seeing as you want to wait and see which heroes pass their courage test to charge your orcs and which heroes fail and then react with your ring rates accordingly. So you don't really need a lot of might points, honestly. Yeah, that's a that's a funny thing with uh, armies that cause terror the, in the front line, like Black Numerians and 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 Angmar specifically. Like, you only like want might if you want to be moving first. But with terror causing armies, you don't want to be moving first. You want them to move first and hopefully fail some courage tests, and then make up their battle line, being like, ah, oh, I'm not gonna move here. I'm not gonna go there. I'm not gonna do this. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna move back, and then that's when you go and pick off things. Yeah, because if like they move half of their guys in, you don't engage the rest of the half. You yeah. just double up on those those guys that engage. Yeah. yeah, so it's 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 good. It's good. It's very fun. Um, should we do one more? Or what's what, sure. what's the time? Limit? Shall sure. I pull up the pull up the seventeen Philbies list that you just wrote? The cuatro. Okay. <laughs> It was actually okay. uh, uh, a few years ago. I think it was 2017 or 18 ETC. And mm-hmm. there was a limit of normally like uh, one named hero per team. So per team of four players. But obviously oh, wow. uh, that meant like normal ring rates were not technically named heroes. And so I, I remember, I think it may have been the, the French team uh, between the four, the, the four players, they end up having like 13 ring rates or, or, or something <laughs> ridiculous like that. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's so funny oh my god and it was like uh, the old days yeah here's here's a list with just four budget rates <laughs> <laughs> they show up wearing all black and hoods yeah. and stuff and it's like oh here we go okay so i guess i'll try to revive that so here's another 800 points list i know we always bring 800 us americans but typically at the more competitive events you'll see 800 so that's why we're bringing it uh, my first warband is Witch King, um, Horse, Morgul Crown, Three Might, Fourteen Will, Two Fate, same build, Eight Black Numenorian, Six Moran and Orcs with Spear and Axe. Second warband is the Shadow Lord on Horse, Eight Black Numenorian, Six Moranins with Spear and Axe. Third warband is a Budget Wraith, and he has Two Might. Nine will, one fate. He's leading four Black Numenorian and three Brandons with spear and axe. And then my last warband is another budget wraith. Uh, two, nine, one, same makeup, four Black Numenorian, three Brandon with spear and axe. So the basic makeup is I brought the four wraiths because that's the theme of it. Um, 46 models at 800 points. Not only that is I have the Shadow Lord and Defense 6 front line to get into combat, so I think I'll arrive with a good amount of troops. Um, same whole makeup we've all been talking about, Black Numenorian, um, Harbinger, Battle Line I have 16, 17, 20. I have 24 Black Numenorians, so that's quite a lot. Um, the rest are Moranins, Shadow Lord, and two Budget Wraiths. I have nine Will on the Budget Wraith, which actually isn't that low, to be honest. The two might each gives them, they have heroic march is which why, why I ranked them last episode as being so high is they have heroic march. So I have two heroic marches in the list, which are on ring wraiths. So I can do a lot of shenanigans with that. The witch king has his moral crown for casting. Um, that's why I chose it, but he's also on a horse with three attacks. Not, not, not a slouch. Um, yeah. So I have a ton there's not going to be that much killing output, but I have four wraiths all with black dart and casting and all the shenanigans. And I do think I will outnumber quite a lot of my opponents um, with all of that and not losing much of any of it to shooting because of the, the shadow Lord and just the high defense. So yeah, again, 600 points, 40, 46 models and four wraiths. One of them being the Shadow Lord on a horse, one of them being the Witch King on horse, basically kitted out with his crown and three might 14 will two fate. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. Wait, did you say 600 points? 800 points. 800. Oh, I, was, I, I was about yeah. to steal it for that, that would be crazy. Yeah. If it was 600 points, Lord have mercy. 46 <laughs> models with four ring rates. I'll take that. I could probably do it actually, to be honest. Let me see. Yeah, if you if you were to change all of your black Numenorians and all of your Moranans into just basic orcs with just picks or axes with no shields, and then backed by orcs with spears, you might well, don't drop think the that would be too effective. Yeah, <laughs> you really want to take black Numenorians with that many yeah. that many ring wraiths. But so what I like especially about Rainier's list is it's sort of solves. I guess part of the problems that Mick, Mick's list had in that, yeah, that Mick, it's Rainier's, better than yours. <laughs> yeah, well, well, Rainier's list is so, is so large <laughs> that um, that 
he can deal with those shield wall armies better because he's got more models to deal with them. Um, and obviously his strengths aren't uh, quite as high as mixed list. Uh, mm. You, I think the undying is probably a bit better of a, a bit better of a caster, at least in the longevity department uh, compared to the two ring wraiths and mixed list is a little smaller in points value, but I really like it. I think it could, do a lot. It's, it's one of those fun lists where it's like, let me see if I can make four wraiths work just because like two wraiths is pretty good. Three wraiths is nasty. Four wraiths is just like stupid, but, but it is, it is like a good, like they're going to have to kill 24 models. I think it is to break me. And yeah, I, I, I'd play this one too, to be honest. I don't think it's as balanced as my first one. Or as my playstyle is my first one, but I I do like the idea of yeah just rogue marching wraiths and four black darts or just four of anything going on and yeah I like the idea of the ring race. I can even one dice it. They have some might for like rogue moves and stuff, but it's it's fun. Yeah, but then who cares about balance? Just like go all in or just go home. Exactly. Do the pirate walk, guys. Lean into it. <laughs> <laughs> all right have we got any any other lists um so i have another non-mordor one uh, so we can so this is a 600 point list so um Articon. yes you could take this to Articon. uh and this is more of a standard sort of ring wraith list uh so we've got suladan on armored horse uh you've never seen him before uh, in his warband, there are nine Haradrim warriors with bows, nine serpent guards. Uh, warband number two is the betrayer on horse, eight Haradrim warriors with bows, seven serpent guards. And in the final warband, there's the Haradrim king on horse, and he has two serpent riders and one Haradrim warrior with bow. So in total, uh, in case you like bows, you've got 18 of them in this list at 600 points. Uh, you've got the Betrayer, which means all of your bows are going to be re-rolling to wounds. All of your strikes in combat are going to be re-rolling to wounds. You've got your 6-inch banner, Fight 4 from the Serpent Guard, so it's a very strong list in combat. Uh, and it plays the shooting game extremely well. So this is more standard. It's got your classic Haradrim models with Suladan, the Betrayer, and the Haradrim King. But at 600 points, this is probably how I'd construct the list. And it's also got 39 models, so it's pretty large. Yeah, it's good. It's one of those, like, uh, it's a Haradrim list that, like, most people would take. Yeah. Like, it's good, good competitive Haradrim list, Betrayer, Suladan. That's good. I would love to be able to put Shadowlord in there, too, somehow. 800 points, I, you can do it. I think now the, sh the Shadow Lord's Pale of Darkness, does that negate your guys hitting also? No, no, it doesn't. Uh, unless you put the Shadow Lord within six inches of your opponent's models, which seems like a pretty silly thing to do. Um, I mean, some people do it. They, they do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like the idea of that too. I, I actually, the article that I want, I had Shadow Lord with Harad, and that's what I would do. I'd just sit back 
and have him like just like shoot and dominate the game like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's good. It's good. I think it's probably one of those lists people might see at Articon, to be honest. I think at 600 points, the Haradrim build is really good because you're going to shoot the crap out of people and you have enough models to actually play the, play the scenario. And on top of that, like Soledad gives you a banner for some of the scenarios. And it's it's just really good. If you guys do come up against this, just try to wound Soledad, get into combat as fast as possible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, is, like that is the major downside of Soledad at 600 points. Like he, yeah, most of the time, he's going to be the leader. And he's only defense five. He gets wounded uh, at a point. One fate too. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 and then he's like the only um combaty part, I would say. A good, like reliable combaty part of yeah. the list too. So it is kind of hard once combat hits, you'll you'll see these type of lists break. Um, but they are really good at a distance. It's really good. Oh, I mean, the list is pretty good in combat as well. It's got fight four, it's got the banners, and it's got a horde of models, so it'll do mm-hmm. the job. And also it cracks through high defense stuff because it re-rolls all to wound rolls from the betrayer because you've got all your poison weapons um and also i guess a little nod to rainier here i did bring the haradrim king uh who is a second marcher and he also provides a bit of secondary hitting power for suladan say it evan he is fight five, yes. Yes. He does the, And is, he, does is the he a job. named hero or an unnamed hero? He is not a named hero. <sighs> Imagination, guys. Crazy. <laughs> you can name him whatever you want. I'll name this guy Ted. <laughs> Anyways. Ted, that's... <laughs> so what? That's all we have for our ring rates. Um, only, it's only five lists with about 15 ring rates between them or something like <laughs> that. We basically one up the French team for that one <laughs> ETC. <laughs> no, but it is. I like. I like the idea of you see so much diversity. Not well, not too much actually. Mick and I were like Moranans, Black Numenorians, Moranans, Black Numenorians. Uh, well, but you, I, you, I didn't have any Moranans. I just had orcs. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But Black Numenorians. But Black Numenorians, yeah. But I, I do like. I do like the aspect that like the majority of lists you'll see you'll see Black Numenorians just because. Black Numenorians are ridiculous for nine points, and they're even more ridiculous with a Felbies or with a Ring Wraith. Yeah. So it amplifies what they're good at. Um, I like how Evan brought some um, lists that aren't as conventional, but are just as dangerous. The Haradrim one being, which you guys will probably see at a sixteen point tournament. The Agmar one bringing the shade back. Yeah, I, I really like. I I don't know. Like, let us know. Like for our viewers, like if you guys. Like felt like ring race, don't like ring 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 race, fell beast. I keep saying fell beasts. If you like fell beasts, don't like fell beasts, and let us know. I'm curious who your favorite um ring wraith is because I know we all have like a special one. <laughs> all right, so that's that's it for the day. Thanks for listening, yeah. and we'll see you on the next one. Oh, yeah, and don't forget the um question QA oh, yeah. if you have any QA's drop it we're going to be posting that probably soon we're going to be doing a q a episode very soon mm-hmm. so right. we'll see, see you on the next one see you guys <laughs>